Welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of Operator Revolution, the podcast about operations. I'm Jason Carvello, founder of Toronto-based OperatingAcademy.com. And I'm Clint Overton, the founder of Overton Group in St. Louis, Missouri. And we are your hosts. In today's episode, we're going to start from the beginning and talk about Vivid Vision. Creating a Vivid Vision, as outlined by Cameron Herald, is meant to guide and align an organization towards a shared future goal. If a CEO feels the need to create such a vision, they may be experiencing several underlining pain points. Lack of alignment, difficulty in communication, loss of focus, challenges in strategic execution, difficulty in inspiring and motivating teams, struggling with stakeholder engagement, challenges in scaling and growth. Today, Clint and I are going to unpack that. So Clint, this is one of our favorite topics. I agree. And, and you know, the, the way that I think about this, Jason, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter if you're starting a business today or you're seven, eight, 10, 15 years down the road in trying to make some type of substantial pivot. Uh, the reality is, is that one of the ways that I really think about how a business is able to have sustainable success is there's really, to me, kind of a foundational pillar that's necessary for that success. And so um, we've called it reflection um, in kind of our operating priorities that we've put together in our Rhino Edge operating model. And the idea around reflection is really five really key pr principles. And the first of those, and really the most important of those is the vision. Um, you think about it in terms of um, getting into a car and going someplace you've not gone before you always start with clarity on terms of your destination. And without the vision, um, you, you may be able to travel somewhere. You may be able to see some sites along the way. You may do some things that are entertaining and enjoy, um, things that you enjoy, but can you really get to where you ultimately want to go? And so this idea around vision to me is really the jumping off point, regardless of where you're at in the journey of your organization. And what I've found personally with clients that I've worked with and even people that I've counseled here recently is that when they're struggling, asking them to go through this exercise, and if it's utilizing Cam Hill's Vivid Vision book, which you and I have both used with clients and other people that we coach, um, or any other type of vision exercise, to me, it's so critical um, to really create clarity and be really the launching point for where you want to take your business. Yeah, I agreed. And I think, um, as you stated, uh, you may be just starting out your business and, and you may be generating revenue. You might be deep into, you know, product market fit and you're, you're feeling, you know, a few fires are starting to pop up. So how do you know that you need to, you know, get this done? So number one, if you don't have a vivid vision, you probably need one. So if you're asking yourself, do I have a vision written down somewhere? Do I have a reflection document written down somewhere where this business needs to be? That's definitely a first step. Um, some of the fires I've started to see pop up or when uh, founders come to me is they might have a business that's in market and they're just really struggling for team alignment. Um, they can't seem to uh, keep uh, hires. Uh, they have issues um, communicating internally, uh, they don't know what their core values are. And when they uh, go and spend that time, that reflection time, uh, maybe it's a few days away from the office, 
I've had, I have a few entrepreneurs right now that are kind of hiking in the mountains as a duo uh, team, um, spending time outside of nature where they're able to just remove themselves from the current environment and spend some deep uh, time thinking about what they need. They're able to come up with a 12 to 24 month um, vivid vision that, or reflection that allows them to ask themselves, where does this business need to be? If you're waking up in the morning and asking yourself, who are these people that I've surrounded myself with? I think you're probably in a, in a good place right now to uh, look at the idea of executing on a vivid vision or a reflection. Yeah. And the thing that I would just add here too, for those that are listening is that it doesn't mean that your business isn't successful. It doesn't mean that you haven't had a lot of success. Um, you know, worked with a couple of clients over the last several months who have been in business for, you know, 15 or 20 years, uh, have continued to grow, you know, started with businesses that maybe had a couple of people now are kind of in the three digit level and then wanting to continue to grow, but are starting to see the strain and challenges of how they are operating their business. And in a lot of cases, it's just a function of the fact that they've outgrown the way that they operate and they've had success and they've done some things that has continued to allow them to grow their revenue year over year. They maybe have had opportunities to add additional locations. And in some cases, maybe they've even gone to the, the place where private equity firms are interested in um, having them participate in a roll up. But what they're finding is that as these growth spurts are happening, they're finding the strain of their fire drills that they're going through on a daily basis becoming more and more painful. They're seeing the pressure that's being mounting on their team. And they're, they're starting to recognize that the way that they've operated is really started to plateau. And that if they want to achieve kind of greater heights, some things need to change. And they have some ideas around those things. It's not that it's, not the, it's like a blank sheet of paper and that no thought of has gone into it. But there hasn't been concentrated energy and effort to truly reflect on where they want to go, reestablishing kind of a new North Star. And the exercise of the vision really allows them to do that, kind of reset, create clarity. And quite honestly, the thing that I think is most important about it, Jason, is it enables them not only to get clear for themselves, but maybe just as much or more importantly, create clarity for the rest of the people in their business. Um, because everybody's kind of heads down, blocking and tackling. And at some point, people are starting to ask themselves, like, why are we doing this? Where is this going? And the vision exercise really creates a spark to create clarity around all of that. Agreed. Uh, one of the major pain points um, that's been a catalyst for uh, founders who I've been working with um, that want to go this exercise has been the difficulty in adapting to change, so specifically the current business environment that we've been facing over the last 24 months. It's something new. It's something novel. It um, has forced the business business units to look at themselves differently. There are new pressures uh, that have emerged that they did not have to deal with uh, in the past. And what ends up happening is you start to see kind of struggles when it comes to um, KPIs or KPIs just don't exist anymore um, because the number one KPI was revenue. And if revenue is going up, everything is golden. Uh, but 
in the current, you know, last 24 months, the pressures that have been put on these businesses have been astronomical. And so, uh, when a management team starts to look at the business, they, they're confused. They're, they're, we're, we've been doing so well for the last five years. I don't understand how we're in this place where, uh, there is any confusion, uh, with managers or department heads. Um, you think that, oh, okay, you know, my dashboard looks pretty good. Uh, why am I, not really understanding why this business is working. Why are my teams um, not motivated? Why are, why am I losing talent? And uh, you know, when we've put and recommended people go through this exercise, uh, it really gives them a moment in time to step away from the business. And we've talked about this in past uh, episodes where uh, you know, if you're really just running a business, you don't have time to step away. And so you know, we highly recommend you taking a reflection time, a vivid vision time to measure your success, uh, re-review your purpose and review your core values. Yeah, and I think that's important, Jason. So, you know, one of the things that really kind of think about when you're encouraging somebody to go through this and when they're recognizing them that they're in this sort of pivot is, you know, think about trying to create like the primary foundation for your business or the cornerstone of your business. And we talk about reflection and reflection is made up of five principles, vision being one of them. But the other things that come after that are strategy, core values, brand, and then really an operating priority, uh, prioritized operating plan. And if you like from a simplistic standpoint, if you don't have the vision set, then how can you develop a strategy, a clear and concise and understandable strategy? How can, you cl- clarify, how can you clarify for your team what the core values are and why they matter in your business? How can you create a brand that kind of aligns to all the things that um, you identify with in terms of your business? And then without all those things, how can you really set forth a prioritized operating plan to really then establish goals and metrics that matter and all these other things? If you don't have the starting point, then the reality is you can keep moving, but there's no way you can ever move at the rate, the velocity and the strength that you can if that vision is clear. Agreed. And for some listeners who think that the vivid vision may not apply to them because they have clear core values. They have um, clear defined long-term goals uh, and a clear mission. You may be in fact uh, going through an internal Epic or a a new chapter in your business. Uh, Recently I had uh, a group of founders um, recommended to me who uh, came to me with the business problem of financing specifically whether or not they were going to raise capital and they did not know where to start in terms of, you know, who to raise capital from. Um, they had a list of investors that they were going to go after, but, and they have a, a thriving business, you know, 25 million scaling retail, wonderful culture. They know their numbers, but they don't, they don't feel certain. They don't have the clarity required to go out and find uh, the investors that they want. And so uh, they, in fact, have gone through the Vivid Vision exercise and uh, the Vivid Vision exercise for this specific chapter in their business has been around, okay, the business is now 
turning into something different. We have new stakeholders that are potentially coming to the table. Uh, who are these stakeholders? Um, this organization is a B corporation. Uh, who and where do we get investors from? And so the Vivid Vision has allowed them to be able to define out what investors to target based on core values, based on um, strategy, based on organizational design, uh, and has given them the certainty to be able to go into market and confidently say, here's the investor profile that we want, and we're not going to take anything less than this because it fits very clearly into our long-term strategic goals, and uh, here we are. And I thought that was an exciting way to leverage the Vivid Vision. Uh, in summary, looking at an organization that's moving to a you know chapter four or chapter five in their in their story. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll give a couple of other kind of recent examples for me. Um, one with a client, another with a a, a close uh, business partner um, peer that uh, we kind of support one another. So you know, client. A you know twenty two year old company, um, kind of was was amidst the acquisition from a private equity firm, so had really done extremely successful in their industry, a little bit of a unicorn, and within the first couple few weeks of working with the client, recognizing that there was a lot of good things going on, but still in talking with the CEO, some real lack of clarity. Um, he agreed to, to read uh, the vivid vision. He went through the process of drafting it. As a matter of fact, he worked with Cameron Hill's organization to, to like, you know, do a kind of a professional draft of it. And the beauty of that exercise for him, even though recent is a couple of really important things have happened. One is, it, he actually established, revised one of the core values that they had just set a couple of years ago by going through the vision. Um, and because of the fact that this is something that uh, he's now actively going through in working with uh, newly acquired companies in this roll-up that the, the PE is funded, he now is in a, a capacity where he can really effectively and clearly communicate to those acquired companies and, and even those that are uh, potentially being proposed to be part of a deal in the future, where the business is going, how it's going there, why they're going there. And so it's, it's given, I can see just even in the last several weeks, the amount of confidence that it's created for him. So it's one example. Uh, the second example is an incomplete Amazing. one. The, the second example is an incomplete one because it just happened last week, but I wanted to share this because I thought it was really important. So, um, a colleague who's in a professional service firm has, has grown his team to about 15 folks, um, really has, has grown his revenue substantially over the last three years, but is at, a, is at a place where he's starting to understand that he's having a hard time managing the team effectively, um, getting out of uh, delivering the type of service that they have typically delivered to their clients in the past, He's finding himself extremely stretched in terms of how much he has to kind of um, firefight um, at a higher volume now because they have more clients, they have more work, et cetera. And he's kind of at his wit's end. And so where, where he wanted my help was to help him figure out a systematic solution to better manage his team um, and his projects and um, create more clarity 
um, and then really enable him to have more time to do the things that he wanted to do. And as we got deeper into the conversation, what was clear to me was that he really had no clear vision of where he wanted to take the business. And so um, while we were probably about 20 minutes into a conversation and ideating around some different potential solutions for the problem at hand, I really came to me that he needed to get clear on where he was going and that anything that we were going to build for him in the short term was going to be just that. It was going to be a Band-Aid solution that was not going to solve the problem for what he was aiming for because he wasn't even sure where he was aiming. (laughs) And so I think by the end of the conversation, he was, he was, he understood and was bought in and over the next few weeks is going to spend time reading the vivid vision going through the exercise. And then we're going to go through it together to kind of help him get some clarity. And then we'll revisit the things that he's trying to solve because I think we'll solve them much more effectively and he'll have more confidence that we're doing the right thing by getting that clarity in the vision exercise. I love it. For our listeners, um, if you're interested in the Vivid Vision, uh, go to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ca, type in Vivid Vision, uh, grab that book. Um, if you're interested in a health check, we offer the rhinoedge.com, a seven-minute operational health check to run your business through. The output is a scorecard with recommendations. And if you're interested in going the distance, feel free to reach out to Clint or myself, and we're happy to jump on a 30-minute call to review your business with you. In summary, a vivid vision serves as a strategic tool to unify, guide, and propel the organization towards its desired future. We hope each of you have enjoyed this specific episode. Feel free to reach out to us. We're very excited by the changes in the economy. If you're asking yourself, how can I get myself aligned? How can we get the team fired up and ready to go? Hit up that operational health check at therhinoedge.com. With that, listeners, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I'm Jason Carvello. And I'm Clint Overton. And we'll see you soon.